Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes, and of course, never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that, and thank you especially everybody who attended the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo this year. It seemed like it was a real big success. I was there and had a great time for the most part. Uh, I'm going to get into more detail about the expo uh, a couple of episodes from now. Honestly, I got back into town with my lovely wife, Nola, who was the absolute MVP of the week. That's for damn sure. Helped me out so much with the table and just everything overall, reeling me in and stuff like that, making sure I I didn't have too much of an ego. (laughs) But uh, that all being said... Uh, uh, about five years ago when myself and Nola went on the Kiss Cruise, the second Kiss Cruise, which was awesome, as we were there and uh, Hurricane Sandy happened, which was so bizarre and, of course, you know, massively had an effect on the East Coast area, Upper East Coast area, uh, effects I'm sure that are still felt to this day. Uh, So we're out of Texas and Tennessee for the whole week and then all of a sudden uh, Hurricane Harvey starts kicking in and, you know, it's just like anything else, like, okay, a hurricane, all right, hopefully it won't be so bad. Days go on, it gets worse, it gets worse. People asking us if we're all right, it's like, yeah, we're fine, we're outside of Texas, but all of a sudden we realize how real this shit got. And, I mean, you guys know, you guys know the story, it's all over the news, it's everywhere. And, you know, we live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, it's about four hours from Houston. We just went to Houston a few weeks ago for the Foreigner Cheap Trick show. Uh, We go there probably at least once or twice a year, depending on the event and things like that. And Houston's always actually been pretty good to us. And uh, I like the town, uh, in spite of it being massively large and full of people, which is not usually my thing. But uh, I just, of course, being four hours away from a town that's that affected, you're going to feel it uh, over here, too. I mean, we're already starting to go through all the gas bullshit and all that stuff. Uh, trying to donate what we can, donate the money we can, uh, perishables, clothes, you know, all that stuff. We've been through it through the house this week. I'm not saying this to get a pat on the back. I'm just kind of setting you up where my head's at right now. Like I said, we're going to get back to recapping the Nashville Rocket Pot Expo for sure. I've got some audio from that. Hopefully it's usable. I haven't braved going through it yet. But since this has happened... And it's just one of those ideas I've always had in the can anyway. I mean, I've been sitting on this song list for years now, so I figured it wasn't a better time to do these particular shows. And I say shows, this is going to be part one of two. Part one of what we're doing here on this particular episode, we're going to play songs easily enough about the great state of Texas and even a few songs with Houston in the title because those songs are definitely out and about there and by some great acts too. So you're going to hear some great music on the show. So it's not going to be a downer show. We're celebrating Texas, we're staying strong, Texas strong, and all that good stuff. So songs about Texas and songs about Houston. Easy enough? All right, let's dive in. First song here is by The Great Stars. This is actually from the CD reissue of Attention Shoppers, an album that originally came out in 1978. One of the two bonus tracks on the particular CD, and I guess either the song was a B-side, didn't make the cut, or it could have been a single only. I don't have a lot of information about the nature of what the original intention for this song was, but it is on the remaster of Attention Shoppers. This is an album you should definitely own. It's great. It's definitely a hidden gem of the 70s. So kicking off this episode, Texas Strong, this is Stars and Texas.
kicking off this episode our tribute to the great state of texas in song that was texas by stars and i mentioned that that was from the cd reissue of attention shoppers the kickoff track on that album hold on to the night really always sounded to me like one of the better songs you might get from like 38 special or somebody i had a very southern rock feel to it and with this one coming out of the same session it seems like they were very influenced by southern music at that point despite the fact that they're such a heralded power pop you know commercial glam act so i think that's kind of neat that they embrace that style as well all-encompassing it really should have worked out for them don't you think all right next song we're going to do here is actually a band that's from the hanoi rocks family tree Pretty much Hanoi Rocks without Michael Monroe in the band. Uh, it's it's the guy Knox with some members of the original Hanoi Rocks. They had this one-off album, Fallen Angels. Really cool stuff. I, I lucked into finding this album years ago when I worked at the old record store. So I got real lucky. It's probably still out there somewhere. I think it's out of print. But keep an eye out for an album called Fallen Angels by the band Fallen Angels. And they have this song on here that fits in perfectly with this episode this is houston tower same luxury is adorning me and white sands is eaten by the sea houston tower is calling the skies for the ghosts of spacemen long since died. Hey. Good old sin at home and we for all of those for whom the radar sweep. Government's bill, the layers of lies till eventually. They topple and die, hey! Cool one-off band made up of Hanoi Rocks is Razzle, Semiafa, Nasty Suicide, and Knox from the Vibrators. All great things right there on one record. That was Houston Tower by Fallen Angels. Go look that one up. There's one maybe you hadn't heard before. All right, and this one, maybe most people haven't heard this one before either because it doesn't really fall in with the classic run of albums that people know this artist by, but this man... 
He is the man, and he's an icon, and I don't use that term loosely. The forever young Iggy Pop, and off of his early 80s output, the, the albums he did for Arista, and those are really cool albums that don't really get a whole lot of attention. Great early 80s nervous rock, as I like to say, but off of the album Party, that you should definitely give a chance, this is Houston is Hot Tonight. some help from the uptown horns there they've been on a ton of records but that was iggy pop with houston is hot tonight from 1981's party record definitely give that one a chance like i said those early 80s arist albums are also very good and he doesn't really have a whole lot of bad albums iggy so really if you're if you're just only listening still to the idiot and lust for life i mean yeah those are great records but expand out there's there's great iggy albums out there you should definitely give a shot to party beat em ups another one of my favorites uh, the man almost can do no wrong he's playing one texas show this year that's uh, kind of out in the sticks outside of the austin area and i kind of want to go just to finally finally see him but we'll see what happens stay tuned all right next song here we're gonna switch gears a little bit here sticking with the 80s but a different kind of 80s more so late 80s, 1988 to be precise. Another band with an eponymous debut we're going to represent here. 
Brittany Fox. Yes, those guys. The first stiffs I ever saw on stage opening up for Poison in 1988 on the Open Up and Say Ah tour. So saw them in Abilene, Texas when I was eight years old. My first ever show, first ever band I saw play. They were loud as shit. Of course, when you're like eight years old and you go to your first rock concert, anything's going to be loud as shit. But I remember them being especially loud, and I loved it. Of course I loved it. And so I got the album later on, and this one definitely spoke to me, of course, thinking that they had like just recorded this because of how great the Abilene show was. Of course, when you're a kid, everything's magic, right? <laughs> but here you go, of course, representing the great state of Texas. This is Brittany Fox with Fun in Texas.
That's right. You heard right. The fun is out in Texas. That is a truth, by the way. I got to tell you, I, I can only sympathize with Brittany Fox in there because uh, you live in Philly your whole life. I mean, once you get to Texas, it's got to be just like, oh my God, where has this been my whole life? I'm totally kidding. Maybe I kid with Philly, you know, the filthy Delphia jokes and everything, but it, it's all in fun. The love is there. Yes. I, I know some people. Some good people out there, right? Okay. I'm going to move on before I dig a hole. You know, once again, speaking of fun in Texas, the Brittany Fox thing, I mentioned this before, longtime friends of the show have heard this story, but when you got to understand, if you live in a small town, so you small town guys will understand this, and gals, if there's any listening. But, yeah, you live in a small town and a band comes to see you and if you just don't have a lot going on in your town, that's like the thing. I don't know if it's ever going to be like that anymore. Hopefully it is somewhere somehow. But when Poison and Brittany Fox came to town in the fall of 1988 in Abilene, Texas, they made the local news for the whole damn week. Went to a Japanese steakhouse and spent hundreds of dollars. Made the six o'clock news. Big decadent rowdy pool parties at the local Hyatt Regency made the six o'clock news Uh, racing go-karts in the parking lot post-concert made the six o'clock news that's what went on in Abilene in 1988 that was the thing so yeah great times great time to be alive great time to be a kid right there in the 80s I'm recording this late at night. Nola's gone to bed, and I don't even really have to put on my pseudo-wannabe bootleg Venus flytrap voice here for you tonight, but I just like the feel of it, because uh, she sleeps like wood, and I'm an insomniac, so it works out well. It's a great relationship, but it's late at night, so I just feel the need to you know, be a little more mellow. I'm straight edge, so I'm not drunk or high or anything. I just... You know, you've been up for a while, it's just like, yeah, you're just feeling the fumes, right? (laughs) All right, I don't know what I'm saying. But if you're not tired or running on fumes, this song might do it for you. And I'm going to play something by Houston Native's ZZ Top. Of course, I couldn't let a Texas tribute episode go by without playing the top. That little old band from Texas, right? Exactly. Now, you're saying to yourself, Joey... You said at the top of the show this was a two-parter. What's the other part? Well, maybe you didn't ask that, but I'm I'm answering the question that I never answered before at the beginning of the show. This first part is all songs about Texas and or Houston. The second part will be some of my favorite bands from Texas. So ZZ Top, like they're definitely in the RSTNLE of Texas bands, so I don't really need to feature them on a Texas episode, so I figured I'd throw them over here with the Texas tribute episode, it all works out in the end, right? So this one is one of those songs that they don't really do songs like this anymore. I'm not beating them up for it, but I always enjoyed on those early ZZ Top albums all the way up until, let's say, like post-Eliminator and all before that, there would be that one oddball on the album that just stuck out like a sore thumb. And obviously they did that just to have fun, you know, just real loose. Probably stuff that was just made up in the studio right there. Like Manic Mechanic, have you heard that song? That song's ridiculous. So this is another song like that. It's got a really neat guitar part on it. I'm sure this is one of those things that Billy was just tinkering around with and couldn't find a place for it on a proper song. So they made this like really weird comedy song that dealt with basically I think the devil making a phone call to somebody out in Houston, Texas. So there's my setup and here's the song, Heaven, Hell, or Houston. Job as a public relations man. 
from an album called El Loco, which means the crazy one in Spanish. 1981's El Loco, ZZ Top, Heaven, Heller, Houston. Weird track. I warned you, didn't I? I dig that, though. I, I wish they put songs like that on their record still. And that record is probably the last album that if you're like a strictly hardcore old school ZZ Top fan that, that doesn't like the modern commercial sound, that's probably the last album that you liked. They took two years off after that and came back with Eliminator, an album that probably everybody in Texas owns. I think you have to own that to live here. It's like law, for sure. Great record, though. I love that stuff. I love pretty much all the ZZ Top output, with probably the exception of the Mescalero record. That record's pretty bad. Stay away from that one. You know, I can't say that Antenna was really that strong either, but in comparison to Mescalero, it's fucking phenomenal. (laughs) All right. All Spanish and French aside, let's move on here. We're going to do a couple of true alternatives here. If we go alternative, we play the real, legit alternative bands on here. No posers, with some slight retention, I'm sure. But going to play some by a band I've played a few times here on Rock Strikes 10. I like this band. I just like the feel. I like their style. I'm a big sucker for the male-female co-lead vocal. I really dig that a lot. It's a great band from Fort Worth here that is on Randy Brown's label, the Synaptic Empire, called The Cush, that also has that going on. So I've always liked that ever since I heard X from Los Angeles. Since I heard their stuff, I've really enjoyed that dichotomy, male-female vocals. And this band here, The Ravenettes, surely embodies that style. So that's another reason why I really dig them. And another reason to dig them is they have this song here on this week's episode of Rock Strikes 10, the Ravenettes and somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas, by the Texas, body of the sand. 
one of the finer Danish bands ever. That was the great Ravenettes. And somewhere in Texas, from their 2005 record, Pretty in Black, I love that record. That might be their best overall record. It's got a nice mix of their fuzzy garage sound mixed with really good pop sensibility. Definitely leaning towards the girl group stuff from the 60s, which I love. So there's a lot of great elements there on Ravenettes. I think it was their first proper full length, Pretty in Black. So go get that record as well. And if you like that, check out some of their other stuff. Quality band there. All right, another quality band. This is a British band from the 80s. And first time I heard their super popular track, Birth, School, Work, Death, I immediately fell in love. I was like, these guys have got it going on. And uh, that's still one of the greatest songs of all time. There are other songs by the Godfathers, and I'm going to prove it to you here. This one's really fun. Of course, they go for the style. They have the southern influence on this track. So, and, and they better, because this one's called Gone to Texas. nice nod there to the great state of Texas, but also to Ennio Morricone. You know, I thought the Brits and the Italians didn't get along. Anybody want to answer that? 
There's a couple of you guys out there that could probably answer that. Let me know. I'm curious. I'd love to know about these things. But that was The Godfathers with an instrumental called God of Texas off of their first full length. And also on the best of The Godfathers, of course, called Birth, School, Work, Death. I'm guilty of just having that. I definitely need to get all the full lengths. But for right now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. I just have the best of. Give that one a shot. I got to recommend it easily. All right, next one here we're going to play another tribute of sorts by the way of a cover song. And this song was originally recorded by the Flaming Groovies, a classic garage rock band there. And the vessel for this particular song, also completely apropos since I just got back from Nashville. So I'm going to do it this way. Of course, I could have played the original, but let's have some fun, right? This is Nashville Pussy with Flaming Groovies heading for the Texas border. I saw open up for Motorhead and Texas is great Reverend Horton Heat and one of the better balls out rock shows I've ever seen in my life that was Nashville Pussy with Heading for the Texas Border that is from an all covers EP called Eat More Pussy which was kind of an add on to their first full length album Let Them Eat Pussy yes let's talk some pussy shall we okay now but that's cool. If you can track down that EP, it's well worth it. They do one of the great rock and roll songs of all time, Kicked in the Teeth by ACDC. Do you need another reason to track this down? All right, no, you don't. Go find that. All right, another album you need to go find is this f- album from, I think it's 97 or 98. Not sure. I think it's 98. The DLR Band, which is seminal favorite here on Rock Strikes 10, David Lee Roth, My Spirit Animal. This was the only album released under the moniker of the DLR band. 
and it featured newcomer and hotshot guitar prodigy John Five, or John Lowry as he was known at the time, soon to become John Five. He was not John Five yet. He was about a year away from becoming John Five, but he plays all the guitars and the bass guitar on this particular track, along with Ray Luzier on drums there, who's of course better known as the drummer from Korn, but also even better, the current KXM project as well. So a lot of massive talents here on this track and you probably know what I'm going to play if you're familiar with this album it is also apparently the nickname that David gave his you know all right yes I don't have to say it so here's David Lee Roth with Little Texas and on the ceiling farmer's daughter Texas pavement in a angry father Sometimes a straight line in there, sometimes a wander. My first time in the spotlight was from a helicopter. Call the boss of Big Town, get the right squad. Tell your star reporter that he's got himself a job But no problem, Bob and Murphy <laughs> Two comedians A little luck and attitude hey, I count amongst my friends Cowboys and Indians Hey, we're playing This wild frontier Can you want a vacation? From Broadway to Cheyenne This is wild as we am Say hello, my best friend Little Texas Unimpressed a great degree with a serious pedigree. If I get into a fetch, jump little Texas in the mix. Produce it better, use it. If I produce it, someone's leaving. I'm a real nice guy, but little Texas keep things evolving. Cowboys and Indians, hey, we're this wild project, you wanna catch on? From Broadway to Chinese, this is wild as we end. Say hello, my best friend, little Texas. Right and live, live to ride, and roll one more time. Always keep them by my side, little Texas. Sailing a farmer's daughter, Texas pavement in the angry fire. Sometimes a straight line, sometimes you wonder. My first time in the spotlight was from a helicopter. Some Little Texas by the DLR band, 1998. And, you know, something else that came out around that time was Van Halen 3. And I don't think I really need to go into detail about that record so much. I should just say, you know, I understand that Warner Brothers definitely had more money than what was that records. I understand all that, but... You know, I just don't understand why radio didn't just go, you know what, we're going to play the better album here and we're going to play Slam Dunk and Little Texas and Lose the Dress, Keep the Shoes and all these great rock songs that are on the DLR band record. That is a hidden gem of the 90s. You should have it. 
Nothing but defense and love for David Lee Roth's solo output. And I can even defend some stuff on Diamond Dave. But all those other records are just so good, super quality, underrated. All right, sticking with the California scene here for the last track on this tribute to Texas in song form, we're going to play, of course, one of the big anthems with the word Texas in it. You know I wasn't going to let you go without playing this one. And, you know, you've heard the original so many times. And so I was like, I'm going to play the live version of it. And I started to play the live version off of the popular live album. And I was like, you know what? This really sounds studio-based. So I went with a more current live album by this band, which actually does sound like a real live track. So all that being said, we're closing off this episode with Wasp and Blind in Texas. Turn it up. Yeah. Uh-huh.
from Double Live Assassins. That was the album that was being toured under the KFD record. That was Wasp closing off this episode with Blind in Texas. I really just think that that album sounds like it really was recorded live as opposed to studio dub-in stuff. And obviously, I'd be a hypocrite to be completely down on doctored live albums. But in the case of Live in the Raw, I believe it's just so doctored it's not even funny. So if you want a real live-sounding Wasp live album, get Double Live Assassins. Plus, it's longer, too. The only thing I can really defend on Live in the Raw, it's got one of my favorite Wasp songs ever, which is only on that record, and that's Screaming Till You Like It, the bonus studio track from Ghoulies 2. I recently purchased Ghoulies 2 on Blu-ray. with the, uh, the It's like a double feature. I got it real cheap because, you know, Ghoulies 1 isn't all that great, but Ghoulies 2 is pretty damn fun, actually. All right, Ghoulies talk aside, we're going to go ahead and get out of here for tonight. I'll be back in a few days with part two. And on that episode, simply enough, we're going to do great bands from the state of Texas. It's a long time coming, but, you know, just let's send the vibe out there. Texas strong. You know, if you want to do something, just go on the websites and find out what these people need, whether it's money or a certain kind of food donation or or something. But, uh, you know, give if you'd like and you know, we really would appreciate it. Hold off on the the short orders at Rock Strikes 10 for another few weeks. I'll hit you up later. I'll whore those out. But uh, yeah, once again, thanks for tuning into this episode. Please go to cnjradio.com for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones that aren't on iTunes. While you're on there, stick around for the Synaptic Empire podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative, much like the Ravenettes and the Godfathers. Randy is a true alternative. Stick around for The Last Theater on the Left and Wrestling House Show, both on cnjradio.com and blog form. Podcasts coming soon. And I mean that. Like Chris is back in town. That's happening. All right. And, of course, before we get out of here, last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband. Purchase their latest CD gone and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Have fun. <laughs>